Ever been to Delaware? If not, now's the time to visit. You'll find a lot of fun in a little state. Since you can drive anywhere in the state in a couple of hours, you'll spend less time driving and more time enjoying. Explore from the bays to the beaches, stroll the boardwalks, and have an oceanside bonfire. Get a taste of Delaware at one of the award-winning restaurants and enjoy a local craft brew. See the first state's unique historic landmarks and experience Delaware's endless discoveries. Plan your adventure today at visitdelaware.com. In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia. Explosion. Alligator. Threesome. Gummy bears. Thank you guys. Wow. It's very nice of you. It's the best Sweet 16 party I've ever been to. <laughs> hey, I don't know. It's our 16th episode. <laughs> oh, okay. Want, <laughs> you looked at me like, I know, like, hey, that was a weird <laughs> thing to open on. Weird start. Why are you around a bunch of 16 year olds in your mind? Oh, it's 16 episodes. There you go. Now we're, we're safe. <laughs> <laughs> we're safe now. Thank you for that clarification because I, I don't know that I would have said anything, but like the whole episode, I'm like, I don't know why, why <laughs> we started that way. Why did you do that? Immediately leave here, go talk to everyone, be like, we got you rid of Joe. <laughs> I think we do. Uh, Joe Paisley. Dan Cummins. And this is Is We Dumb. We've got new episodes every Wednesday at noon, and we'll try to be less dumb when the show's over. Oh, that's the hope. That's the hope. You can find us online, Facebook, Instagram, at Is We Dumb. If you want to send in the segment content, go ahead and send, it our, uh, send that our way at dumb at iswedumb.com. Would you rather ideas, dumb, dumb idiots, one star heroes, mm-hmm. which by the way, today's, today is a uh, dummy submission. So we got, oh we, got, we got the fans that have sent in, uh, you know, your, your one star reviews for me to go over. And so a little smorgasbord, I think there's seven of them, six or seven okay. of them from different listeners and very excited to share them with you. That's what the applause button was for. For those. It was for all the people sending stuff in. Okay. <laughs> Everything else, if it's not segment-related, you just have a burning desire. Info at iswedumb.com. And along with the listener edition of One Star Heroes, we have another installment of Who the What Fuck Today. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So instead of Dumb Dumb Idiots and Apocalypse Pending, we'll be looking at the crazy shit the internet has to throw our way. And um, we'll explain more when we get there. Sweet. Links for the videos we watch and the content inside the segment to you from internet. We'll post that in the episode description. You can find merch. Last week, we dropped the uh, Daniel and Joseph Beavis and Butthead knockoff shirt. And you can grab that right now, badmagicmerch.com and iswedumb.com. And then for all and any merch-related questions, email store yeah. at badmagicproductions.com. That's a, a new, new email. email. Right. We're gonna we're trying to up our well, not even trying. We are upping our customer service game. Gonna pay closer attention to those. So yeah. Okay. We're we're per- perpetually trying to get a little bit better. We wanna be quicker. We wanna be quicker. Quicker and nicer. Faster, faster responses. Right. So again, that's store at badmagicproductions.com. Yeah. And we got a gift. Yes, uh, we, we did get a gift. Yeah, show this. <laughs> this is from Johnny Dare in Johnny Kansas Dare City. Show. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, who is a, a fun, terrific guy. He is. He is an awesome guy, mm-hmm. and I don't know why I doubted that he would actually send this to me. But but I, uh, for those of you who are in Kansas City, you would know. I, I was. Uh, I called into the show. Was talking about the podcast. We got talking about one star heroes and different things. Uh, we had talked about that app. 
where the guys it was in some <laughs> the, the chastity J- belt, J- Japan yeah. or South Korea. Right. I believe it was Japan, but like the guys who like somebody hacked the app for this chastity belt and these guys couldn't get this stuff off their dick. Mm-hmm. And then he brought up that on the show in years past their um one of the producers, T Bone, <laughs> he is a T Bone's a openly like I've been, I've been on that show a million times over the years. And, I don't know T Bone, yeah. but I feel like T Bone mm-hmm. Just from hearing his name, yeah. kind of guy that would shove his dick in this. Absolutely. Okay. He did it for the show. He put his dick in this for a couple days. Perfect. And he's very open about his- For a couple his, days? I believe it was a couple days. <laughs> what? He's, he's very um, into extreme. Like, he's he's a open, openly a swinger. <laughs> okay. Talks about that. That's uh, talks, fine. Talks about going to sex parties, nudist camps. All like, right. he is, he's fucking balls to the wall I'm on gonna, everything sexual. Okay. And I'm going to pick this thing up and take mm-hmm. a little peek here. Because days, that means this thing's on when you're peeing. I guess yep. peek just splash out of there and you wipe it up later. <laughs> right, right. Okay. What and the you, fuck? And you, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what happens when your dick starts to try to get, a, get erect when you're wearing this thing. But it, and, and it's they like took Play-Doh. the lock. They took the lock away from uh, T Bone. Like I believe Johnny had the key. Oh. And he had to like it was like two or three days. Had to wait for the predetermined period of time, and then they gave him the key so he could unlock his wing. And that's. <laughs> That's a bulge. You're wearing that in your pants. <laughs> looks like is. looks like you're probably packing more than you are. Oh uh, yeah, you're not uh you're you're not wearing that thing underneath your bicycle shorts. Right. <laughs> you're not we- wearing that underneath your sweats at the gym, hopefully. Nope. Hopefully not. I mean, maybe T-Bone was. Although that's one of the hardest times I've ever laughed in my life was one of the old jackass sketches <laughs> when Johnny Knoxville uh, had the fake boner in his uh-huh. sweatpants mm-hmm. and was spotting people doing the bench press at the gym and his like boner, fake boner was like over their face. <laughs> yeah. And I cry laughed. Didn't they do that with balls too? Like balls hanging out the bottom at yes, the gym? Yes. <laughs> Same and kind that of stuff. I've seen in real life. <laughs> I have to share this now that you just brought it up. Whee! We had this creep. I used to, I used to work uh, as a, believe it or not, at one point, I didn't have a gut. I know it's hard for most people to envision since I've had it for so many years now. But I, but I was uh, right after college. I was working as a personal trainer at Twenty Four Hour Fitness in Spokane, Washington, mm-hmm. up on the South Hill. And we had this dude, and he had to have done it on purpose. Looking back, because he was like this um, middle aged guy, and he would wear the tiniest workout shorts mm-hmm. like real tiny like um like the, like the pockets are hanging out the bottom small yeah like exactly yeah like like way up there and not underwear and he would do a lot of stretches mm. on the mat and his balls were in full view of anyone who would be looking in his general direction and he and it multiple times a week just fucking balls out stretching <laughs> looking in, in his general erection <laughs> looking right at right? His- Nailed it. Hey. hey. <laughs> I feel like a lot of porn movies have that kind of concept. Shorts too yes. short, balls out, mm-hmm. see what happens. And then someone comes, yeah, in the porn version, someone comes to ask him to leave, and he's like, are you sure? And then he pulls back a little farther, and then a huge dick just goes, pa-pa! pa-pa. And, the, and then the music kicks in, and she's like, actually, I guess I could shut down the gym for a while. And then, you know, mm-hmm. and, then, and then they're fucking on the uh, chest press machine. Right. I was looking mm-hmm. for a little one-on-one time. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> right, right. So thank you, Johnny Darren Company. Yeah. Yes, thank you, the, Johnny. For the male chastity belt. Oh, my God. It, it's got to look like shoving Play-Doh like in a cheese grater. Like, I don't know. <laughs> it's just a mess. That is that is a level I am not willing to go to. Um, We have to do an apology. Okay. So I'm going to go ahead and grab your... your I know. I you thought, have to wear I thought this. you were going to be wearing this. You'll explain. I'll I explain thought for it. sure you were going to be wearing this dummy no, hat. No. So we had a letter sent our way. Uh-huh. Uh, and this goes back to episode nine. But again, I'll just read it. Yeah. And it'll explain why we have the portrait of us here and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So it goes, Dear Dan Joe, I'm writing to let you know I enjoy your comedy and mm-hmm. I'm a longtime fan. I guess he's talking about me. Yeah. I, mean, I assume he's talking about you. <laughs> your podcasts are entertaining and informative. Again, me. Right. Right. right, <laughs> right all that right, you do there. But this email is about Is You Dumb episode nine. In reference to the fill my portrait section of your show, I am the uncle of Phil and I wanted to let you guys know a little bit about him. 
Yeah. So when you're looking at the profile for on his mm-hmm. Instagram page, he takes normal photos and then draws them like this. Mm-hmm. And then it, and it looks like a, a five-year-old. Looks like a five-year-old. Did, did some Maybe good, six, seven. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Like a gifted five-year-old right. or an okay eight-year-old right. did some color crayon work. Like it's perfectly good and bad. Mm-hmm. Like at the same time. Yeah. It's, it's yeah, great. Yeah. And, I, and I'm glad to see he's I got a ton of requests, by the way. <laughs> uh, he's doing great. Yeah. So when he goes, he goes, he's a very talented 19-year-old gentleman, but he has autism. Mm-hmm. He was encouraged to do what he loves. You see, he wants to be a normal person and pull his own weight. He's not like the people buy the items that he wants, video games, shoes, clothes, and such. So this is his way of being self-sufficient. This is the only part of the show's content that I did not like as it hits close to home for me. I know that it's just teasing and it's just for entertainment. You guys do lots of good for people in your organizations through your Patreon accounts. Right. Now, when we got this email, mm -hmm. you decided to stop reading right there. Yeah, exactly. I skimmed it (laughs) to that point and then I panicked because – Well, you 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 got like a slight erection. Because you knew that I was fucked. At that I, moment, I you're like, you were yes. And I remembered when we went over that segment the first time, I was like, I don't know. What if this guy... I think I actually brought that up on the show. I'm like, yeah. what if there's something going on with this guy? Right. And you're like, no, no, he's fine. And then when I saw that, I'm like, God damn it. I knew it. I knew it. I didn't say that. I said, I don't know. Oh, you said, true. I shouldn't have put that word. And you were like, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> I paint this picture and I'm like, I don't know, man. I just don't want to be making fun of somebody who's, you know, a mentally handicapped. And you, and I believe your words were like, fuck them. And then I was like, I don't feel good about that. And you're like, shut up, pussy. And I was like, come on, Joe. We live your life like this, little bitch. <laughs> no, we both are. <laughs> yeah. And so, and so then I see that email and I'm like, no. Right. Like, we made fun. And, but I didn't keep reading. <laughs> you did. There's one more paragraph. Yeah. So I was, I was like, you, you got to wear the hat. I was like, and, you got to wear the hat. And you had a smiling face. True. And you're like, you're going to have to apologize. Mm-hmm. I think it was right after you had back to back shows of having to apologize. True. And you're ready. That it was going to be my turn. Right. And then the email goes on to say, sorry, this is a bit long, but let me end with this comment. JK, <laughs> wanted to get back at you for all the Cummins laws. You've gotten hit with me or you hit me with the time suck episodes as I'm driving at the gas station stops drive throughs and at work hope I got you a bit I actually do not know Phil <laughs> love what you do GABA or GBA GABA you got you got me fucking hard alright go ahead put your hand alright so I gotta I gotta put on the, I gotta, <laughs> listen, and I'll show you guys the picture listen I was just I just I was coming from a good place mm-hmm. and I and I rushed to judgment mm-hmm. but my heart my heart was right mm-hmm. and my judgment and my brain as it sometimes is was not right mm-hmm. And if I had it to do over again, I I would read harder <laughs> and farther. Just and a little bit. Just a little bit. And you were one sentence away from the big reveal. And that's what I think is important in life is um you guys and kids listen right now. You gotta read harder and farther. <laughs> if you if you wanna take it if you wanna take it to the right place. And I'm sorry. <laughs> Okay. 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 <laughs> I'll take that. I'll accept that apology. And hopefully, you guys do. Uh, <laughs> you guys boy. will as well. So anyway, we did send a picture in to fill my portraits, and he drew it. And so we'll bring it up on the <laughs> screen here. It's so good. It's so good. Here's me and Dan. <laughs> I think this was the the night of the gathering. It was. It's and a, we're yep. all dressed to the nines down by Lake Coeur looking spiffy AF. <laughs> and he drew that picture. And we will have so that up fun. on our Facebook and Instagram page. Again, at iswedumb.com. We'll make sure to get that posted up. And then we also have a framed he, version. He of wasn't it. real generous with my hair. I gotta say, <laughs> no. He saw the one, the one flaw he saw, went with it hard. He saw, he saw the widow peak, <laughs> and he fucking, he went hard on it. He's, he's like, I know I have, uh, don't th- know him, don't care. <laughs> 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 I know I have a hard widow's peak that is, I'm sure, receding to some level. But but he took he took this little the hair I have up here and he reduced it to like a small baby patch, like like it's like, like a soul patch on your dude, forehead. I'm I'm bald. He took me to bald. He took Widow's Peak and just straight up on bald. It's like fine. It's like if you had the the bald top and the sides, right. but then you just had a little and then patch. one little dollop. 
in the middle. Fine. Okay. So you still you still back on uh, defending Phil? Or no, you... fucking Phil. <laughs> I don't know why I ever risked my neck to defend him. Uh, all right, let's move on. Okay. To the very super most important starting question. The very super most important starting question. This one, as lots of our would you rathers, uh-huh. are sent in. Through Dom at isbedom.com. And this one is sent in by Dummy Anders. <laughs> Anders, okay. This says, would you rather have every single person you meet think you have sex with goats and you can never convince them otherwise, or uh-huh. have sex with a goat once and no one will ever know? Okay. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty good um, on this. Where are you at? I'm, yeah. I'm going with fucking goats. Yeah, I'd fuck a goat one okay. time. No yeah. one ever knows. Yeah, fuck it, yeah, dude. High five. So fuck some goats. Mm-hmm. All right, is we dumb? Is we dumb? And it's my turn this week. <laughs> that was so fast. Was... <laughs> <laughs> we just agreed so quick that we fucked some goats. Mm-hmm. That one, that one, it went so fast. It felt like it didn't matter what the other part of the would you rather was. No. It's like, would you rather have a million dollars and you get to live, or ten million dollars yeah. and live your best life, mm-hmm. or fuck a goat? No one finds out, and we're just like, probably goat. <laughs> fuck a goat. Why would I? Why would I pass up that opportunity? This is great. Really? No one will ever know? I can feel that sweet goat pussy? <laughs> Ideal situation. Boom. <laughs> Fucking goats. Bingo, bango, <laughs> jackpot. Come here, bucko. <laughs> what do you call goats? A cool name for goats? Uh, oh, this is not good. Okay. Kid? kid? <laughs> okay, that's it. All right, goats. All right. Hey! Woo-hoo! Tra- no, aren't tra- they also called kids, though? <laughs> I, I think that's real. They totally it, are. Hey, they are. <laughs> okay. It was a trap. <laughs> trap and I got you. I knew you'd fucking get If no one could find out, I knew it! I trapped you and it worked out so good. Alright, so I am the dumb one this week Okay. for Is We Dumb and every single time of the year when winter comes around, I think about this. And this happened a while back. Okay. Uh, I mean, fuck, six, seven years ago. But I, every single winter I think about this. Okay. Things get a little icy in the winter. Yeah. Okay. And um, I believe I had <laughs> I had made fun of my wife, Erin, the, the Duchess of Dummies, <laughs> yeah. for her poor job at de-icing the sidewalk and the steps in the front of the home. Right. She, she didn't sprinkle the salt she the right just way. I was like, it's still so fucking icy. She half-assed it. Half-assed the ice thing. Mm-hmm. So I was like, this is how you do it. So I have my cup of salt. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, like a like like table salt? Like, no, like, like de-icing oh, salt. Yeah, yeah. yeah like sidewalk I salt. Okay, I got it. <laughs> I, have, I have vanilla. And cinnamon. I grabbed this salt shaker and pepper, and I was like, this is not a fucking sprinkle on my <laughs> I, I, I would love to see that. Some neighbor with an actual, like, a tabletop salt and pepper shaker. Like, come on. I, come on. I don't think that's the right kind. I got my eye! Tab- salt! Tabasco sauce. Guys, it's hot. Um, and I, I kid you not, I took two steps mm-hmm. on my way out to prove that I was the better de-icer oh. and flat back myself down a flight of stairs. While I was heading out to de-ice the very stairs. So they weren't icy st- steps that you fell on. Yeah, they were. So, so Aaron didn't, didn't do a good job. <laughs> she tried to kill me. She tried to kill you. Right. But I was, I was like, no, no, no. Like, I knew they were icy. And instead of just slowing down, I just marched out there like I was invincible. <laughs> how, how far did she laugh? Uh, I don't think she saw me. I think oh. it was dark. Because it was, you know, it gets dark at noon. I know. So I was out front and I walked out and took one step, two step, I think maybe the second one. And then just slid down and I was laughing so hard because I'm a lunatic at how dumb I am. And the the irony in going out to de-ice 
the the steps and then falling on the icy steps. And you're not all beat up. You didn't break anything. Nope, just God, right to my back lucky. and then slid down. Uh, it wasn't like a it wasn't like a home alone type fall. It was like a real life fall. <laughs> right, right, Where, like, right. You right. slip and you just kind of yeah, like, yeah. And then I just kind of uh, and just bounced down. It's like a seven a seven set. And I just laid at the bottom like a dipshit, <laughs> laughing with you know. That threw is, the salt in the air. That was Home Alone style. That, like, is, <laughs> that is the worst. When you're mad at somebody for like, how could you do that? And then, and then you're like, come on, I'll just do it myself. And then, and then you immediately do something t- really stupid and just hurt yourself. Yeah. And it's like, oh, man, I just, I just lost a lot of authority credibility here. Yeah. And that, I, man, there's there's so many good examples of that. I don't have one in my brain right now. But when you have kids, yeah. there's so many examples like, oh, my God, it's not that hard. And you go and do it. And you're like, and you're uh, missed it. Probably shouldn't have yelled at him. <laughs> Ooh, not that uh, easy. <laughs> I, uh, I did my dumbest winter thing with you this past oh, yeah? winter. When oh, I got yeah. my truck stuck. Oh, yes. Because we haven't talked about it on this show. What a thing. I just, I, I remember you and I, you know what? We were so excited. Oh, man. We, we had just gotten new guns mm-hmm. and we were going to go out. The, I thought it'd be a good idea because I didn't have a membership with this gun range. I'm like, let's just go shoot them in the woods. Mm-hmm. That's what I did as a kid. Mm-hmm. And it'd be so much fun. And we grabbed all this ammo. We had targets and it was, you know, me and Lindsay and then you and Pepper and Ezra. Right. And, and the kids weren't the targets. And the kids were the targets. They, we, oh. we were going to be really safe. Right. We were going to have the kids hold the targets <laughs> and, but away from their bodies. Like out to the side. Like a, like like out a to the bowl, side. Like a bullfighter. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. we were going to do our best to shoot them, the, right. the targets. Right, exactly. <laughs> right, right. No, we go. So we were in the middle. I mean, pretty, not way, way out, but pretty yeah. far out. And, and we were driving up this, uh, what is Huckleberry Mountain, up by past Fernan here in Coeur d'Alene. And we get up to this big saddle. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't really snow on the road until the saddle. But I have, like, these big snow tires right. are all season. And it's like, I got my sandbag. I'm like, no, we're good. Right. And it was this weird condition where there was snow on the road, but and it was deep, but also kind of packed tight. And there was people driving up past us. Yeah, we us. saw them coming back down mm-hmm, when we coming went. Coming back yeah. down, but, but they were lighter vehicles. They had, like, wider tires, I guess. Mm-hmm. And I've never had that where we just went and we sunk down into snow. But before that, the stupid part was literally everybody was trying to call it off. <laughs> you and Lindsay were like, the, your kids were literally screaming. They were so scared. <laughs> we're fishtailing up. And I'm like, no, I got it. I got it. <laughs> and Lindsay's like, just stop. Just stop. We're going to go off the edge. And you're like, no, nah, man, we can just go back. And I'm like, no, no, no. No, we're good. <laughs> and then it gets stuck. And I don't know what I was thinking because it was only going to get worse going higher. And then I tried to back up and then sliding all over the place and then stuck. And then mm-hmm. the tow truck came to help us. And then the tow truck got stuck. <laughs> and, and it ended up with my truck just being stuck on the mountain for over a week. <laughs> but then I got, but then I did get a winch. You did. And that was, that was a fun ending. We, we thought about doing that mm-hmm. the first time we didn't. Yeah. We went and tried to shovel it out. Right. We gave it like two hours. You but were, it was deep. I've never, ever been able yeah. to uh, not unstuck a car. Yeah, that was crazy. In my entire it, life. It was the perfect situation yeah. where a lot of snow... Um, and then it melted yeah. and then it froze. Uh-huh. So you had like a thin sheet of ice on top of snow that was deep. So you could just sink nicely in yeah. up into your chassis or whatever like that. Yeah. Your under, under yeah. carriage. It basically turned it into, uh, if you went to a mechanic, like the snow <laughs> right. just picked off, the tires got lifted off. Yep. And the only way to get it to go down was to dig out the, the entire whole, underneath the car. And then you just get stuck uh, you'd 10 be, feet back down the hill. <laughs> yeah, then you'd, you'd be four feet into the snow. You'd have to dig to the dirt <laughs> right. the then, whole oh, way yeah. back down the hill behind the truck to yeah. do it. Yeah, exactly. Oh, it's ridiculous. I remember us because we didn't want to leave our new guns there. So that was such a <laughs> oh, funny yeah. memory. We finally <laughs> gave up and we just got all of our guns yeah. out of the car and had to hike our way out of there and, off the road. And right in all this ammo. So it looked <laughs> it looked very North Idaho in the most stereotypical of ways. Right. Looked very dystopian. Hey guys. Yep, just like Red Dawn. Shotgun. Stop Wolverines! <laughs> We're, we're, Are we here for the meeting? <laughs> we're here for the meeting. <laughs> we have, we're we prepared. Have, we have like two nine millimeters, an AR, and a shotgun, <laughs> and just our hands loaded yeah. with ammo. I'm just coming back. 
And then I it, got them. And then it was warm, weirdly. <laughs> so we're like, we're doing that in like t-shirts. And it, it just was very surreal. It was very. But be, it was a scene where, it cracks me up about North Idaho. It was a scene where if we had walked down any mountain in like Vermont right. or, you know, like uh, out in Massachusetts or sure. somewhere back east. People would have been like, what the fuck? <laughs> we would have gone to jail. Right. right. Yeah. The police would have for sure been called. But uh, here, people are like, hey, what's going on, guys? It was just, every, <laughs> hey, can every, we help you? Like, hey, look, look, you got, we got the same guns you guys got. Right. <laughs> he, did, he did say that. <laughs> that was the exact conversation uh, that happened in the middle of nowhere. Uh, crazy. <laughs> so winter stuff. Winter stuff. Uh, let's move on to the, the second installment of uh, the newish ep- ep- segment. I don't segment. know. Okay, fine. Who the what fuck? <laughs> And a reminder, in case you, it's been a while, or if you've never heard who the what fuck, these are the how the fuck, who the fuck, why the fuck type stories. It's not necessarily just dumb people doing dumb stuff. Yeah. Although those are in the segment as well. Uh, These have the overall vibe of just what the fuck is going on here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) That's the, uh, you know, that's, that's the overall thing here. And this first story was sent our way by Dummy Tyler, and I have a hard time... (laughs) I have a hard time forgetting about this one since I found it mid last week or since I read the email that was sent in. Okay. Because uh, I can't imagine my reaction if this happened to someone I loved. Uh, go ahead and bring it up on the screen, Zach. Arizona man <laughs> shocked to find out <laughs> his mother's donated body was strapped to a chair and detonated by the U.S. military blast testing. <laughs> Is this real? It's real. It's real. What? And, 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 How and, does that happen? I know. I'll show you. So the Arizona, <laughs> the Arizona Body <laughs> Donation Center, where a- FBI agents discovered a woman's head sewn onto a male body like Frankenstein, also sold an elderly woman's corpse to the U.S. Army to be blown up in a blast testing experiment. Jim Stoffer <laughs> donated Wait, his... <laughs> before we go further... Okay. The people working at this place are fucking crazy. Like, what is going on? Because you know that, that that was just for funsies. Yeah. Someone like, like I did that where, where with GI Joe's. Going? I did that with GI Joe's as a kid, where you like mix and match them, like their parts. You take them apart and put them back with, get with a screwdriver. Mm-hmm. This person did that with real human bodies. It was like the day before Christmas, and no no bodies were coming in. Like business was slow. Was right. Like, I'm gonna do something. Let's fun. put that head on this lady. They could I, do it. And I doubt it stopped there. I bet that they were like making the corpse dance. You know, just. <laughs> That's the tip of the weird shit iceberg. <laughs> That's going on at this donation center? Yeah. yeah. I think you're right. So Jim Stoffer donated his mother's body to the Biological Resource Center, the BRC, in Maricopa County, Arizona, back in 2013 after she died at age 74. <laughs> Doris Stoffer suffered from Alzheimer's during the final years of her life. Doctors believe the disease may have mutated as she did not have the usual Alzheimer's gene, and they hope to study her brain after her death. But then they were like, fuck it, let's blow it up. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> so he he did the same thing. He donated it and hoped that they would, you know, they would hold on to it for additional scientific studies. Right. After the first place said they can't do it, but he's like, okay, well, I'll donate okay. it for, for anybody else that wants to do it. Okay. Uh, so then he goes on here to say, several days later, Jim Stoffer received a wooden box containing his mother's ashes. She was ne- he was never told his mother's body had been used at the center. So years later, a Reuters report revealed uh, that her Reuters. brain, yeah, yeah. Uh, Reuters uh, report had uh, brain had never used Alzheimer's research. Instead, the body was sold off to the U.S. Army so it could be used as part of an experiment to measure damage caused by roadside oh bombs. Oh, okay. Uh, so <laughs> she was then supposedly <laughs> strapped in a chair on some sort of apparatus, and a detonation took place underneath her to basically. Uh, Kind of get an idea of what the human body goes through when a vehicle hits an IED, Jim Stoffer told ABC 15. Uh, there was actually wording on his paperwork about performing this stuff, he added, performing these medical tests that may involve explosions, and we said, no, 
We checked the <laughs> note box on all that. <laughs> I just picture these guys initially coming with the ashes. Uh-huh. And, and, and he was he was like, what the fuck did you do to my mom? And then they were like, oh, we just, we had her cremated. <laughs> we burned her. We, we, had her, we had her burned her. We had her cremated. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then they give it back. And then, and then like, you know, years later when he finds out, he's like, you lied to me. <laughs> Not technically. Right. She was cremated. Not in a traditional way. <laughs> right. You can make that argument. <laughs> We'll see you in court. We'll see you in court. It's more chunky than creamy. Oh, <laughs> like a different kind of soup. She was, she was chunkated. Oh, she's chunkated. Man, can you? Have, uh, I don't know. What my reaction would be if I donated my mom <clears throat> for something, and I thought that it was going to go one way, and I found out the army blew her up. Like my sense, my, my sense of humor is so fucked up. I think I would laugh so hard. I'm just mad I didn't get to see it. <laughs> KK mom. <laughs> Um, I don't know. I guess it depends on like how long afterwards I found out. I guess mood I was in or whatever. (laughs) I'd be mad that I was lied to. But honestly, if I've made it through the grieving healing process, Mm -hmm. then I'd be like, okay, listen, I'm going to have to sue you (laughs) because what you did was completely unethical. However, hilarious. (laughs) Also, very funny. Anyway, see you in court. (laughs) Anyway, see you in court. You can't just do that, but that's pretty funny. The years don't match up here. So he was given the ashes like like weeks or months after he donated the body. Mm-hmm. So he thought, I don't know what ashes he fucking got. Oh, I didn't even catch that. Like, so they, so blew, they just gave him blew. somebody else's ashes. Was <laughs> <laughs> like, he's like a fireplace ashes. Like, and nothing to do. It's like, I don't know. Go, just, hey. Where's that body? We sold it to the army to get blown up. Well, <laughs> we have to tell him something. Here. Just like, here. Like cigarette ashtray. Oh my God. Here you go. Here's his mom. Just, it smells like just camels. Like, it's like, <laughs> wow, man. I remember mom didn't smoke. Smells like grandma's house. That's what, <laughs> in my brain anyway. Did you ever smoked? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, but yeah, I don't crazy. know. I don't know what I would do about that. This next story. Should we just move on here? Yeah, that was very entertaining. This was sent in by a ton of dummies. Okay, at dumb at isbedumb dot com. Like maybe the most amount that we have gotten of like any... so far of the show of any story. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> and it has a it has an Idaho tie. Yellowstone visitor banned for cooking chickens oh, yeah. in thermal hot springs. Uh, I heard. Oh man, I, I haven't read this. Okay, I waited for the show. <laughs> okay, but I've, I've heard. I heard something about this. Yeah, a man from Idaho has been temporarily banned from Yellowstone National Park after pleading guilty to charges stemming from an August seventh outing, during which he was found cooking chickens in a thermal geyser. The man, who was among a group of ten visitors, was spotted hiking towards the Shoshone Shoshone Geyser Basin mm-hmm. with the group. Uh, who were seen carrying cookware towards the thermal feature. A park ranger responded to the group in possession of two chickens inside a burlap sack in a hot springs east Idaho <laughs> news reported. So Yellowstone safety regulations currently prohibit visitors from staying uh, or straying from boardwalks or, ma- or maintain trails near the thermal features to prevent guests from injuring themselves, destroying the life forms found within the geysers and springs. Food is not allowed in these thermal areas. Uh, so anyway, after pleading yeah. guilty to the charges on September 10th, the Idaho man was sentenced to two years unsupervised probation, which I guess he can just cook chickens back where the fuck he wants now. No one's watching him. <laughs> uh, and during that time, he's not allowed to visit the national park, and he's also been sentenced to pay two $600 <laughs> fines. It goes on to say there's other people that were with them, and they're trying to get them for charges. This, this, I mean, this is one of those things where it's like, yes, it is dumb. It is. But also would for sure do it. <laughs> I, I would 100% done it. I would have uh, different when parts of my kid. life would have hundred percent done it. <laughs> yeah. And uh, or tried to do it. I would have tried like, to do it. I wanted to be there when this idea hatched. Right. Like where like, ha- hammer drunk. Yeah. Maybe they were at the moment still. They're like, well, we don't have a microwave. We don't have any firewood. We got geyser. <laughs> what? What? 
Let's do it. Do it. Come on. What are they going to say to us? I wonder if they were inspired What's by- What's the worst thing that happened? <laughs> well, there's real history with this. Yeah. I was listening. We went to, when we went to Yellowstone this summer, we got one of those little like apps that'll like voice guided. So you drive around. It's pretty cool. It's connected to like GPS. Okay. And it just, you know, tells you about what you're seeing and the history and blah, blah, blah. And I can't remember the exact term. Fishing holes. Not, it's not fishing bridge, but I think it's off of Yellowstone Lake. Okay. There is a geyser right next to the lake. If it's not Yellowstone Lake, it's one of the other like, you know, natural non-geyser, non-hot spring lakes. And uh, like back in the early 1900s, this geyser is so close or this hot spring is so close and hot enough to the lake that people would legitimately catch fish in the lake <laughs> and then just swing the fish out where they will not take it off the hook, uh-huh. then dip it into the hot springs and fucking cook it, <laughs> then pull it back up and just have a fully cooked fish at the end of their line. And I'm oh like, God. that is the coolest shit ever. That, uh, I'm surprised it's not one of the, how many wonders of the world are there? Seven. Seven. It's like that eighth. Like this is right. the person who found that was like, sorry guys. We got to bump one. <laughs> right. Or add it or Pyramids bump. are not that cool. <laughs> Or whatever. Pyramids are out. Pyramids are out. Geyser fish cooker in. <laughs> Nature's crockpot right. in. <laughs> Imagine the guy that found that and how pumped he was. When he's like, it's so cool. He's like, what? No way. I would, I would eat so much fish. Writes back to his family right. in Ohio. Sorry, honey. Oh. Not going to believe this. And you know they didn't stop at fish back then. Mm-hmm. If they figured out they could cook fish, you know that people. probably the, people. But no, but they were like dipping chickens, I bet. I bet they were <laughs> dipping different food. I would dip fucking whatever. I would dip. I would take a, a hamburger, put it at the end of a hook, and just dip the hamburger in there, fry it up, a steak. I would. I would cook shit you're not even supposed to cook. Let's, what, how much is this piece of cake? Let's just see how I can cook this cake in this geyser. Just trying to coax a cow over. Come on, get Soggy, in here. Soggy s'mores. Right. Right. Just fry them up. Cook the cow. Be so fun. What? To cook. I would just. I would. I would cook so many different things just because of the no, uh, the novelty. I'm, yeah, I'm with you. Six hundred bucks uh, per chicken. That's how much you got fined. Uh, good uh, yeah, that's yeah. worth it. <laughs> I didn't think about the microorganisms that might be disturbing. You might actually be I don't know. causing shit. Yeah, it's a problem. But I do wish I was a part of the yeah. conversation that spurred that idea. I know. And maybe it was they went on the tour and they heard about it and they're like, I can cook a chicken in there. <laughs> he woke up that morning and he was pissed. Right. He had chickens and no food. He went for a little tour. Yeah. And he learned about it and he goes, mm, I can do that. I can do that today. Tonight. I get it. I get it. Whole feast. And and I and I am very much into like you know diversity of species, all that kind of stuff. You know, I don't, don't want to harm the environment. But if they're mm. like, look, look, these microorganisms in this geyser are slightly different than the uh, microorganisms in these other geysers, we just got to keep them. I'd be like, or I could cook a chicken. <laughs> How much do I have to care about these particular microorganisms? Right. Will the twelve hundred dollars I have to pay for cooking <laughs> these chickens make you shut up? <laughs> Let me cook more chickens. Come on. Let me cook a few chickens. How do you know? Listen, how do you know the microorganisms don't like a little bit of fucking chicken? Right. Maybe I'm going to help them out. Maybe they've been waiting. They're uh, evolutional process. Right. Depends on me cooking a chicken. Their evolutionary process is stunted by lack of protein. Right. And if they could just get a little morsel of chicken, then they become a new kind of frog or something. We all change a little bit. We don't know. A little chicken nugget. Can you imagine having that argument with a scientist? You don't know. (laughs) Have you tried it? Listen. (laughs) Tell me. When you were in the laboratory, <laughs> did you ever give chicken, cooked chicken, to little microorganisms <laughs> to see if they would turn into bigger animals? <laughs> no, you did not. <laughs> That's how they came up with the COVID, the COVID vaccine. <laughs> some guys finally walked in there and be like, "Hey, man, should I give some chicken to that thing?" They're like, "What?" I picture that guy. You're welcome. Is, now I have a whole character in my mind of like, <laughs> there's a giant laboratory, it's like pharmaceutical, well, not pharmaceutical, but like mm-hmm. some kind of research and uh, microorganism, whatever company does that. Right. Giant company. And then there's the owner has an idiot son. 
<laughs> and he's like, listen, he tells the scientist, I know he's going to be annoying, but I have to, he needs this. I have to give him this job. And so all have, he has. You have all these serious scientists, and then you just have Daryl, who's like, hey, give him some chicken. <laughs> like, they're all studying, like, normal things. He's got a greasy lab coat on. <laughs> right. Sitting in the corner. Feed him some chicken. There, he's, he's looking at a chicken nugget under a microscope. <laughs> you guys, come check this out. Look how cool this Look looks. how cool this is. <laughs> They're like, God damn it, Daryl. Okay, so when they, take, they take turns on who has to go look at whatever he's looking at, and it's always a chicken nugget. <laughs> Different sides. Tomorrow, go check out Daryl's chicken. Right. You're new. You're new. You get to check out his chicken. Do this till we hire somebody else. Right, right. It's just how it goes around here. That's the way it is. That's how we treat the rookies. <laughs> <laughs> look at Daryl's chicken nuggies. <laughs> right. I love this guy. Let's move on to the next story. Okay. This one uh, just caught my eye. Okay. Uh, because it's insane. And it happened out of Florida. Okay. Are you surprised? No. Not surprised. No, it's, it's unreal how many stories <laughs> right. come out of one state. Zach, will you do it on the fucking screen? Got no. Okay. Make me. All right, fine. I'm going to carry <laughs> oh, on with that. Okay. Florida man arrested for throwing alligator through drive through window. Oh, I feel bad for the little alligator. Do you? <laughs> A Florida man <laughs> was arrested Monday. I don't know what fucking Monday this was. In charge with assault with a deadly weapon, which I find a little extreme. <laughs> I know, because <laughs> we got to see how big the alligator is. It'll tell you. Okay. Uh, without without intent to kill, after allegedly throwing an alligator through a fast food chain's <laughs> drive-through uh, in October, Joshua James, 24, threw a 3.5, so a three and a half feet foot alligator uh-huh. through the Palm Beach County Wendy's drive-through window nearly four months ago, according to Florida Fish, Wildlife, and Conservation officials. He's also charged with illegally possessing an alligator. In petty theft. Okay. Those I, charges I can get behind. I would love it. If, Assault with a deadly weapon. <laughs> I mean, it's funny, but I guess okay. <laughs> I, don't I know. mean, technically, and it could bite you. That's <laughs> yeah. a big enough size. That could fuck you up. I wish there was a, I wish this happened so often in Florida that there was actually a charge on the books. He was charged with throwing a tiny alligator through the, a drive-thru window. <laughs> it could happen. <laughs> right. Like, because then it has to go through the whole legislature. We're like, listen, we, we're sick of There's. It's happening too often. The other crimes don't fit. We uh-huh. need to put this on the books. <laughs> <laughs> like minimum sentencing. I just picture Mr. James uh, in court, like, no, it said five bucks or one alligator. Like, <laughs> no, 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 there's, you can't pay in fucking alligator. Okay, sorry. Listen, C- I mean, sue me. That <laughs> I misread it. Is that a criminal? That's that's the sad story behind this. Is that this guy? He compl- can't read he, exactly. He's completely illiterate and and also super gullible. <laughs> And one of his friends like, no, you just paint alligators. <laughs> right. I don't know. What? That sounds so weird. That's like Daryl's roommate, chicken nugget guy. <laughs> this guy's even dumber than he is. <laughs> I don't know, Daryl. Uh, no. <laughs> you can store it through Promise. the window. Promise. <laughs> store it through the window, Adam? <laughs> yeah. Love it. Promise. Yeah, promise. Pinky promise, bro. Yeah, you get six sandwiches for an alligator. How big alligator have to be? Over three feet. That's one big man. <laughs> okay. Or that Wendy's. Whatever. It's a Dave, Juicy Dave. And gets arrested. Daryl! No! <laughs> you got me again. Uh, that was pretty much the gist of this, but... <laughs> what a surreal that, scene. I know. Drove his pickup truck to the window at about 1.20 in the morning. Was written... Uh, October 3rd was written by wildlife officer <laughs> Nicholas Gurren. When employee handed James his drink, he tossed the alligator through the window and sped off. He looks like like friends I have. <laughs> he looks very much like friends I had growing up. Yeah, yeah. High school, early college. I know mm-hmm. that guy. Oh, I, I would have. Uh, I, I, I could have been this person. If the right moment in time. And, yeah. You think of somebody? Yeah. I don't want to say his name. He's, he's, say he's, his front name. First name. Okay. Henry. Okay. Henry. There is a story that broke that went around to all of us because we're friends with Henry. Yeah. 
It was. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. God damn it! He's gonna. Get, I don't know. He's gonna get mad. I mean, he already got in trouble for it. Yeah, friend. Okay, fuck it. We, nobody knows the last <laughs> There's name. It's a whole story about this guy. Yeah, who was running around neighborhoods like hammer drunk, stealing people's shoes, <laughs> and it was him. Okay, <laughs> we didn't know until he got caught. <laughs> like you guys heard of we, the story. We heard of the story. Like, oh man, this guy's right. running around. Yeah, right. And then it was him, and he didn't remember doing it. And he ran away from like a bar, and his shoes like blew out, and then he had to start taking other people's shoes off doorsteps. Like, and then it became a thing. Again, <laughs> Game whole thing happened one time, and there was like, like, like he stole a bunch of shoes. Oh, okay. And then I, it, I thought yeah. it was like numerous nights where it's like he got drunk once, mm-hmm. stole shoes with mm-hmm. the reap for uh, yep. a purpose. Yep. And then that sunk in his brain, mm-hmm. and now every time he gets drunk, he steals more shoes. And I remember being at Paul Paul Bunyan days with him, and we'd go inside tents and throw whole cabbage heads like down the hill at people. Okay. For fun. You, you had a good time when you were And young. then he would have thrown an alligator through the drive-thru. Okay. Like, that's, this, that's, that's a, what I'm getting at. That's here. a Hank move. Yeah, exactly. And I love him. <laughs> I love him to this day. And I have one more uh, okay. who the what fuck story for you. Okay. This one is very short, and <laughs> it was sent in a handful of times. This particular one was sent our way by Dummy Ryan. And this is a church that I feel like I would, I would love to go to. Okay. So a priest was caught desecrating altar while filming threesome oh! inside Louisiana church. I did. I okay. I did come across this story mm-hmm. a few weeks ago because I showed Lindsay. Okay. Yeah. This is. Uh, yeah. This is great. You say this is why I'm not a priest, honey. This is. <laughs> this is sin. I, I love that this guy. He just. He when he went for it, he went for it. Yeah. He didn't. He didn't hold back. So Nola.com is reporting a lewd tale that resulted in the arrest of a local priest. The lights inside Saints Peter and Paul Catholic Church in Pearl, or Pearl River were on later than usual on September 30th, so a passerby stopped by to take a closer look. Nola reported. Peering inside, the onlooker allegedly saw the pastor on the small parish half-naked having sex with two women on the altar, according to court documents. The women were dressed in corsets and high-heeled boots. They were sex toys and stage lighting, and a cell phone was mounted on the tripod to record it all. I mean, he... Fuck yeah. They're, they're hot. I mean, he went... He went. Uh, he made, you know, a good choice that way. And, and I believe you get to hire them. Like, they're... they're they're escorts. No, they're, they're dominatrix women. Oh, that you're right, you're right, right. Not so, yeah, but I think yeah. escorts same thing. I think yeah, but, dominatrix, but also like clearly also worked as escorts. Dominatrix will put your dick in one of these things mm-hmm. and, and and kick and your kick, balls, and kick you in the nuts, kick your balls, and tell you that you're a bad boy. Mm-hmm. Uh, prostitute, you, you they pay, probably you pay just, them to do that, right? Mm-hmm. And prostitute, you just they're just happy to be there. I don't know. Well, I think actually the one, if I remember the story, one was um, also a, a porn star has done some porn. Yeah, Mindy something, Mindy yeah. Sphinx or something like that. I'm and sure I'll find it in the story. I just I, <laughs> I was thinking like the when the you know the bishop or whoever like next up the chain from this uh, right. the priest found out. Right. You know if the story, it depending on how the story broke when it first brought up sex scandal, he was like, please don't be a kid. <laughs> Fucking no more kids. Come on. Come on. Come on. We have almost no money left. <laughs> this is just and, and then there, there's a little bit of like oh two prostitutes on the altar. Oh, thank God. Oh, thank Mary, mother full of grace. He's praying to Jesus. The <laughs> right. Thank you. Chapter. He didn't fuck a kid. <laughs> Three subs <laughs> on the altar. Better than fucking the kids. Bop, bop. Was an altar boy? Woo! <laughs> Hallelujah! Lots of high fives. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, he's going to get in trouble. Right. But, oh, good yeah. job. Uh, Mindy Dixon. 41-year-old Mindy Dixon. And I'd be lying if I didn't say I looked her up. Yeah. Seeing if I can see what she's done. Mm-hmm. I couldn't find anything. Okay. I found some pictures. I don't know. Some pictures. Boring. Oh. But that's a, that's a, a church that I would go to. It, like. it sounds fun. It does sound like a fun time. That's, <laughs> that, I just picture like th- that happening during the service. <laughs> I'm just sitting there like, I don't, what book is this from? <laughs> I don't remember this lesson. It reminds me of- uh, What, what you, parable is this? Right. Who said this? Who said this? Disciple- <laughs> was this, this wasn't Matthew, was it? <laughs> Disciple Dickens. I feel like I, I remember s- that. <laughs> I don't think Matthew, this isn't very Matthew-like. Is this one of the, like Ezekiel, one of the weird books? What's going on here? Is this Joseph? <laughs> Is this some Joey did this? 
Sure, we didn't do this. Did like they're all like nudging each other. Who said that? The, the Book of Mindy. <laughs> the Book of Mindy. Dixon. I don't remember that one being. Mindy Dixon. What? <laughs> hey. <laughs> I guess what uh, her name is that. Good that's stuff. all I have for who the what fuck. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers. But you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader. In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia. Well, I'm excited um, to show That was very fun. And I'm excited to show you some One Star Heroes. Let's do it. Listener edition of One Star yes. Heroes. I get no respect in real life, always am upset, so I let them know I hate them on the internet, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. What, how funny are our listeners? They're very funny. Okay. They're very, very funny here. Now, this is going to be, I'm going to bounce around uh, a, a little bit around here, because some were JPEGs. Okay. And some were um, links to place on the web, but, okay. but these are unlike all the one stars we've done in the past, and I feel like I was very angry last week, and I feel like I'm I'm happy to have a calmer episode. <laughs> Right, I got a little. Yeah. Worked up. yeah. So this, I, I okay. want to point that out. Okay. Not, not always crazy angry. Uh, that, that's true. I mean, <laughs> and I do forget that I know you, and I know that you're not always angry. I right. do love making you angry on the yeah. show. Yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah. that's one of my favorite things. And I'm fine. If I, yeah. Yeah. Um, but this, this is these are so good. So this first one is from Elizabeth Dummy Elizabeth Poles Dofer. Okay. Uh, and this is from somebody bought a ring, and things didn't work out, and so on Amazon, Dave Lee Modaluski. <laughs> or or Modzelewski, Polish name. Uh, one star review writes, nothing wrong with ring. And then she didn't like it and said no to marry me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I just love nothing wrong with the ring. She just didn't like it. Right. I, I love that he, like, if this is true, that he had to go leave one star review. If, if, if it would have been a nicer ring, <laughs> I'd be on my honeymoon. In his brain. The reason she didn't want to marry him right. was ring because sucked. of that ring. Mm-hmm. Right. If if he would if Amazon would have just given him the right ring, right. they'd be um off in Hawaii <laughs> on a beach, you know, somewhere just in, in planning the rest of their life. But instead <laughs> he's fucking alone on his computer, leaving a one star review. He had everything set up for a Tuesday. <laughs> Amazon, he next dated on a Monday. Right. And then he didn't get it till Wednesday. And then it, it and fucked then the his whole, whole life. Whole fucking thing downhill from <laughs> so, there. So thank you, Elizabeth. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Um, <laughs> this next one comes from uh, Kevin Wilson. Okay. And this is a review from Chico's Bonitas. All right. And so I'll full screen this here for our video. This is a strip club in Austin. And. <laughs> and it's this last review that I think is a hilarious. All right. So I got to scroll down here to King G. Okay. King G, one star, uh, December 6, 2012. No stars to this place at all. Beer prices are outrageous. Mm-hmm. Dance prices are cheap. Okay, that should be good. Thing. Okay. Yep. Women are, all caps, not friendly at all. Hmm. And the women were eater. I think either. Either too skinny or too chubby. (laughs) I'm not new to the strip club scene. My favorite is XTC, ecstasy, or hot bodies, but I decided to give this club a try. Every time I walk into a club, I sit, and at least one lady is following me to my seat to sit on my lap. (laughs) (laughs) This guy. 
<laughs> Spends way too much time at strip clubs. Yeah, this is weird. <laughs> this wasn't the case at Chica's Bonitas. We were sitting there for over one hour, and all caps, no dancers came to us. <laughs> we were offered beer about nine times by the waitress and one time by the manager. The last time a waitress came to us said that if we didn't consume, management was going to kick us out. How the hell are we supposed to consume if what we want are lap dances and there's no dancers coming to us? At her going up to a stage and tipping a dancer, I asked her to come back to my table and chill with me. Well, she brought her cell phone with her to be texting, and she sat on a separate chair at least five feet from me. She was there for about ten minutes and never even offered a dance. Oh, man. Don't even waste your time and money in this dump. Go to Ecstasy or Hot Bodies. The ladies there are friendly, beautiful, and an awesome environment. All caps. Never going back to this place again! <laughs> so many exclamation. I just picture this guy. What a fucking dirtball. Where it's like, my read on this guy is, they saw you, mm-hmm. and they were like, fucking dirtbag. Serial killer. Serial killer. Which, 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 which says so much in a strip club. <laughs> when in a strip club, you stand out, it's like, nobody fucking danced with that guy. Right. Girls, five feet. <laughs> Bring your phone, be distracted, and right. tell you fucking just goes away. Exactly. We're trying to kick him out. We, we're trying to, we've asked him for drinks every three minutes, trying to give him the hint that we don't want him here. He found the loophole. He said lap dances are something he can consume. And, that, and that's true. <laughs> that's he true. can consume a lap dance, so we have to let him stay. He has the money. <laughs> he's legally a customer. Do not dance on this motherfucker. Right. Y- your head will be in his trunk within 24 hours. Listen, ecstasy and hot bodies called me, and they warned me that this guy was coming. <laughs> don't fucking dance with him. He's been kicked out of all those places. <laughs> he just doesn't know it yet. <laughs> And if you are are a strip club goer, Mm -hmm. that's fine. Oh, that's fine. That's fine. But this is so weird to me. This is creepy. It's just... uh, I just love it when people try to rip on an establishment, or especially in this place, you know, this kind of establishment, and end up exposing themselves for being the real... Like, when they're like, these dirtbags, it's like, no, no, you're the Mm dirtbag. You've made it abundantly clear. You You have to be doing something really wrong to not get attention in a strip club. Right. Because a lot of times, the right. uglier you are, you probably more get more attention. Because they right. know that you can just suck all the money out of mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was when, when I was um, younger and would and would go to strip clubs more. I, what would you say? You f- I, I, you I, would stri- I would go to strip clubs more. Yes, me too. Uh, I haven't been to strip clubs in years. I never really, really got into them. And this isn't like some secret. Like Lindsay doesn't care. Right. Uh, we we would go now if we're in the right city and she wanted to, whatever. Sure. But what I've always liked to do is I like to watch them like i watched this show g-string divas a long time ago on hbo and i was fascinated with this one lady who i mean it's not good i mean she's a she was a complete con artist it's not like she was a good person but she just broke down exactly how she worked these guys right and and tricked them into giving them all her money and then move on to the next guy right and and i'm amazed how guys fall for it over and over and like at a strip club just watch and you'll see this dude go into the private room over and over, and, and you can big shit eating grin. He's like, "This is going to turn into something, right? This, this, this is, is it, guys. I, I made found it. her. I, I found my girl." The code. And and then you know it's like, and then at the end of the night, it's like, "All right, buddy, you got time to wrap up. You got to go." No, but uh, 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 Lisa, uh, well, she says she loved me. Sparkles <laughs> said she's going to meet me, and no, you got to go now, buddy. Right. You gotta, oh, but she, I, I love her. I know. <laughs> okay, we, we, we make a baby. <laughs> We're going to make a baby and start a life together. Get out of here. Right. Get the fuck out of Come here on, now. It's Come on, it's me. It's a sparkles of boyfriend. It's me, a Gary. <laughs> King Gary. <laughs> King G. Come on. Okay. Uh, okay, so this next one. <laughs> oh, this is this is okay. really good. 
We're going to go to the Milwaukee County Zoo. This is from Mason Hester. Uh, I believe it's this one right here. Yes. Okay, so Marie Kelly at the Milwaukee County Zoo. One star. And she says, okay. (laughs) (laughs) And actually, this was sent in by at least two people. Stephen Sowell and Mason Hester. Both dummies sent this in separately. Okay. Marie Kelly, one star. Uh, Okay, so first off, me and my family love to visit all different types of zoos. Elephants being my all-time favorite. Mm. When we took my daughter to see the elephants, I was mortified by the absolute lack of care and concern. (laughs) This elephant had the largest erection I have ever seen. My daughter began asking me what that was. And she's only three. If the staff took care of these poor animals and relieved them, then maybe my three-year-old wouldn't be asking about gigantic elephant erections. So much wrong with this. Here's the thing. You tell your fucking three-year-old it's a big dick. (laughs) Why are you making it so weird? This Marie Kelly is going to for sure fuck her kids up. And they're going to have weird sex issues. What's that? Oh, honey, that's a big dick. Right. (laughs) And you move on. Oh, it's a giant penis. Oh, Look at that. And then and you, don't, and you don't act weird about it. No. That's a giant erect penis. What's right. a penis? Well, penises, you know, the blood goes down there and they make them bigger sometimes. Right. Okay. And then, and then I guarantee if you say it in that kind of a casual way, then the kid's like, hey, can I have some popcorn? They move on to the next thing. <laughs> right. But some people make it weird and kids pick up on that and then they want to know more about the big, and then the next thing you know, they're fucking sucking an elephant's dick at a zoo. <laughs> Classic. Right? It happens every, every single day in America. I know. And not overseas. Overseas. Kids are kicked out of zoos across the world for sucking elephant dick. Mm-hmm. Literally every three minutes and what based on some stats I just made up mm-hmm. because of her because of Marie Kelly mm-hmm. thanks good job Marie I want a whole <laughs> dedicated workforce that just goes around zoos like they're like they're on call <laughs> and the zookeeper's like oh shit look oh, big ass dick oh my god somebody stroke it and they call up like stroke like strokey Mc- oh my god stroke strokers <laughs> I don't know <laughs> uh, now I'm picturing in the back uh, uh, of the zoo like where yeah. they have the employee rooms the, one of the doors they had those just like very soulless kind of like job title cards uh-huh. and it's just like uh head stroker right. and then it has like you know whatever their name above it you know <laughs> nina nina samson head stroker right. get nina out the elephants now <laughs> the kids Code. are noticing <laughs> one no one kid already pointed at it yeah Co- i know <laughs> <laughs> and and then i love like they just throw a blanket in front of nina and then you just kind of like you just hear a <laughs> like just quickly just stroking off this big elephant <laughs> and then you see it shoot the <laughs> Some shoots a little past the blanket, and then mop. Another guy runs. The assistant, head mopper, the head mopper. He runs out, mops up all the. Nina's husband. Nina's husband is the head mopper. It's a weird situation. And then, and then they pull down the the, the blanket, mm-hmm. and then the the elephant is flaccid, and all. Thank you. Are, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Not scoring our kids. Right. Uh, <laughs> it would be fun if it was like a like a bat signal type thing, though. The guy's like, "Holy shit." It's donkey's got donkey's got a boner. They, uh, they call they call Nina and the troops right. and they speed over in a van, like slide, like mm-hmm. screech in, and then everyone jumps out and has a little job, <laughs> jerking it off. One guy like does one guy does magic tricks in front of like the families, like to distract them, like, whoop, whoop, like doing the like hey look at me like a juggler, a juggler guy, yeah, guy yeah. telling jokes. The so whole team <laughs> just trying to get, oh. get this boner out of here. <laughs> Oh my god, I love this team. I picture them having drinks at the bar after work, <laughs> right. talking about. Oh my god, fucking, are you kidding me? Six elephant dicks, <laughs> one day, <laughs> three doggies, one day. Those fucking staff that members would only just take care of their elephants. We wouldn't have to. <laughs> All right, this, it's torture what they're doing over there. <laughs> this next one, I I like even more. This this is from uh, Izzy uh, Wheaties. What? 
W E I D E S. Weeds. Weeds. Um, and this is uh, this is Jolly Ollie's Pizza and Pub. Oh my gosh. Okay. Ron G. One star. You skipped me. <laughs> Even after I tipped you big, I'll never come back again. Oh, you man. skipped me. I wrote my name down three times. You lied to me, karaoke guy. <laughs> <laughs> after I tipped you. Never again, motherfucker. Never again. No more lies. Doing you a favor. You won't need to lie again because I will never be back. Man, Ron is so sad. Ron, you know. He was disrespected <laughs> at the Jolly Ollie Pizza Pub karaoke night. And he, will he not will stand. not stand for it. He has his dignity and he will take his vocal talents. And you know that it's a guy. Oops, I did it again. We'll have to be sung another night, because Ron's fucking out. Ron is Audi 5000. You know, can you, okay, Ron, I know this guy. He's, <laughs> he's drink, he's a little sideways, and he's sitting on a bar stool by himself. Mm-hmm. And he's looking at the stage, and everyone's mm-hmm. having fun. And he's scowling. And he's just like, like I'm better than that. Is that better than that? And he sits there, and his drink gets a little mm-hmm. more sideways. Mm-hmm. And then he finds out they skipped him. And he's right there on his phone fucking staring <laughs> at him while he's still in the club. Never coming Never back here ever. again. I, I, I love uh, when I was younger. And, and this is a dick move on my part. But me and this other uh, comic out in Oregon, we, we went to some karaoke nights on our little run of shows yeah. together just to absolutely just ruin the karaoke night. <laughs> and I remember like uh, I picked some Beastie Boys song and didn't try to be in tune and just screamed everything. <laughs> uh, and but what we cracked sabotage? Up was, it might have been sabotage. Sounds, actually, I can see it's you doing fitting that. for that. I think it was actually sabotage. And but they were f- furious, and that's what just made <laughs> us laugh so hard. Like they took it so seriously. Like this is karaoke night, uh-huh. not your American Idol audition. Yeah, Call, easy, I easy, a, Ron G. A, a good friend of mine. Every time he goes to karaoke, he sings Bloodhound Gang. Uh, like you and me, baby, and nothing but mammals. Oh, I love this. And he just nothing like, but mammals. Because it's so and monotone. he just like sits on the stage and monotone like they do on the Discovery Channel. And he's like, you're like, God damn! Everyone's like, God damn it. Okay, so this this next one, this one you told me about before, but this is sent in by Allison Rigel. Okay. And this is, oh my God, Luke had a bad experience with gummy bears. Oh boy. This is one star. (laughs) (laughs) See you in hell, Haribo sugar-free gummy bears. (laughs) And I I know that brand, but I don't know if I'm saying it right. Uh, Yeah. Haribo. Harubi. Harubi? No. Harubo. Okay. So this is, but this is, this is one of the best reviews I've ever seen. This is from June 5th, 2015. This is a funny person. (laughs) It was my last class of the semester and the final exam was worth 30% of our grade. After a late night study session, I felt confident, but I had to decide between sleeping in or cooking breakfast. My eyelids chose sleep. My stomach later regretted this decision. And after several uncomfortable stomach growls, I finally decided to make a quick stop by the campus bookstore and grab a snack before my test. Since the semester was ending and everyone was going home for the summer, a lot of items were on sale, including the snacks and candy that they kept up front. Being in the hungry state that I was in, it felt only logical to pick up the largest yet least expensive candy in order to get more bang for my buck. <laughs> and there they sat, two bags of Haribo sugar-free gummy bears. Buy one, get one free. What a deal, I thought naively. I would eat one bag before my test and one bag afterwards. As I walked to class, I gleefully chewed on those abominable little bastards, unaware of the utter mayhem that they would soon unleash upon my poor, poor anus. 
I sat down at my desk as the professor informed us that, due to issues with cheating in the past, restroom breaks would be prohibited (laughs) until the completion of the exam. I'll give you ten minutes to use the restroom now. This will be your last chance. Any takers? The demon bears hadn't released their unholy necromancy upon my stomach yet. So, in my moment of ignorant foolishness, I remained seated, still munching on those miniature bear-shaped bombs. After the students, wise enough to take the professor's offer, had returned, the professor handed out the test. I was six questions in when it happened. It started subtly at first, almost like a slight tingly sensation in my lower abdomen. I thought nothing of it, assuming my intestines were just doing their thing. Doing their thing. I love that. (laughs) Little did I know that my intestines were trying desperately to warn me of the horror that was on the horizon. By question nine, it happened again. But this time it was followed by a sharp pain, as if those infernal hellions had orchestrated an attack upon my colon. I fought to contain the groan that tried escaping my lips. It was at this point I began to panic. Something was going horribly long, and I needed to get through this test before it got any worse. <laughs> uh, by, oh shit, by question... By question 14, my worst fear was upon me, that Satan's bear's burning, hot, liquidy, dark magic crashed against my anal sphincter like a tidal wave. I was able to close the hatch just in time, but those relentless, toxic bears beat against it like orcs, breaking down the doors of Helm's Deep. I knew I wouldn't be able to to so much as shift in my seat without risking a breach. I kept fighting through the exam, clenching my cheeks with all my might. Beads of sweat began rolling down my neck. Suddenly a loud, gurgling war cry came from my belly, and the entire class lifted their heads. <laughs> At this point, nothing mattered except expelling this ungodly presence from my bowels. With 15 questions left, I promptly wrote C for every answer and ran out of the classroom. My professor yelled something, but I was too preoccupied with the volcanic eruption that needed to take place before I could find sweet, sweet relief. I burst into the restroom like the Kool-Aid man, and behold, the handicap stall was empty. Sun rays from the adjacent window shone upon it as if it were a gift from God himself. It took me less than 0.5 seconds to undo my belt buckle, pull down my pants, and finally relax my weary buttocks upon the toilet seat. It took absolutely no effort to expel this demon. <laughs> Almost immediately, the floodgates of hell were opened and the damned, liquefied souls of an entire bag's worth of gummy bears cried as they burned through my sphincter and into the watery abyss below. I had never felt such simultaneous relief and anguish in my life. After 30 more minutes of this, I immediately went home, dug a hole in my backyard, and burned the remaining bag of gummy bears. I leave with this. Do not, I repeat, do not eat these spawns of Satan! Not only did they cause me to fail my final test, but the anguish I experienced is something I wouldn't wish upon anyone, not even my worst enemy. The only place these godforsaken hell bears belong are buried deep below. The Earth's surface. <laughs> that fucking killed me. It's so good. <laughs> it's a fucking classic. It's a classic. Uh, I mean, uh, I know that there's a handful yeah. of like the gummy bear reviews of this right. particular brand, um, but that one is so uh, well done. So well done. That's like <laughs> so, a that's like a great fucking novella. We could take that whole reading right there and just put it like as an ebook. Right, right. And sell it on Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> All right, last one's a really quick one. Okay. So that was a big, this is just a little throwaway, but I just thought it was funny. <laughs> this this is from uh, Jacob Harden, who works at the place that's being reviewed. Okay. And uh, this is ridiculous. This is just like the the most random one star. It's in a it's an insectary. It's like a pest control okay. business. And. <laughs> 
It is Associates and Secretary. Ronnie Livesy, one star. I've never been there. <laughs> just one star. I've never been there. I don't know. I just don't like the name. I mean, fuck. I feel like one star in Pizza Factory, just based off everyone else's right. reviews. Like, yeah, one star. I've never been there, right. but I can tell this place sucks ass. Uh, so thank you, dummies, oh, for those really fun, uh, really good. fun one stars. I appreciate yeah, it. That was good. Uh, first Yay. listener edition of One Star Heroes. And you can send in any segment content for anything we're doing. That's going to mm-hmm. be at dumb at isbedumb.com. Let's turn shit around, shall let's, we? Let's turn it around. All right. Sliver of Hope. Sliver of Hope. I'm just glad I don't have to shit my pants right now. Oh, man. I hate that feeling. I know. When things are just going uh, bad down south and there's nothing you can do about it. Death rattles in your stomach. Mm -hmm. This is beautiful. This is amazing. So this is going to make you feel good about humanity. Okay. Uh, Customers jump up to help run restaurant when chef is left alone after staff emergency. What? I know. I know. So check this out. No way. It's a popular restaurant in Huntley, New England, or New Zealand. Of course it is. It seems like everything's super know, nice in New Zealand, I know, doesn't I know. It? I want to go there so bad. Me too. Uh, and it was packed with customers last Friday night when suddenly a staff family emergency resulted in the chef being the only one left to serve the hungry patrons. When Emily Pui, or Pui yeah. uh, arrived at the Thai food Huntley, she saw the tables were filled and people were lined up waiting to pay or pick up their takeout food. She realized the cook was alone and because he was busy cooking, he couldn't take orders or collect money. Suddenly, the lady who was wow. waiting to pay grabbed some paper and started waiting tables for him. What? One customer then jumped up to do the dishes. Luckily, someone <laughs> in the neighborhood, uh, neighboring shop offered there and went over to help as well. Uh, with the permission of the chef, the workers from next door ran the tills to make sure everyone paid. Emily told the New Zealand Herald, it was such a beautiful feeling. The term customer service took on a whole new meaning, an example of humanity at its finest. Uh, it just goes on, but you get the idea. Yeah. It's that they they went in there, it, like the faces mm-hmm. went from people being like pissed off and annoyed yep. to being uh, like happy and understanding and like uh, w- yeah. glad to be a part of that moment. That's so cool. That must have made the, that cook feel so good too. Mm-hmm. And I love that she had some comment there, didn't you, about just like it just gave her this great feeling of community. Right. You know, that, mm-hmm. that's so awesome. Right. And, 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 and it's so cool. It's like that all, that's, all, that's all it took. Just help out for a few minutes. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if, if you didn't have to rush home, jump in, offer right. some help. Yep. Oh, man. That stuff, I, I do feel like sometimes when you're having like a bad day, in my opinion, having a bad day or just frustrated with the world, yeah. do a random act of like kindness. And it, it's amazing how much it turns not only like your life around like mm-hmm. so like yes it's helping who you're being kind to but you're also helping yourself so much mm-hmm. as well and the whole it, it it's infectious mm-hmm. where if you just do it, it enough it or people will see it yeah and then hopefully it has an impact on it. if it doesn't then they can go fuck themselves mm-hmm. uh they can go away and go fuck off right exactly and you that's why I mean? like i like to help people in my truck but i also you know i have a gun in my truck and what <laughs> i like to do is if no cameras are around mm-hmm. i'm like i'm gonna help this person and if they turn it down, I fuck it, I kill them. <laughs> and I make the world better that way. I'm going to help across it? the street by pointing my gun at them. <laughs> and now they're out of your way faster. That's that's a nice that's, thing. It's a nice thing. They got exercise. They got exercise. You got to where you needed to be on time. Mm-hmm. Every, uh, everyone wins. It's a win-win gun, feel, gun game. I feel like we just ruined that whole kind of thing. We're really good at that. <laughs> I feel like every week we find a way to ruin mm-hmm. the sliver of hope. Right? It started off so nice. <laughs> And then I took it to a dark place. If the, and then I, you took a, you you went, you went happily went with me. <laughs> I do see this happening. 
Yeah. In America. Yeah. I, yes. I, I, could, yes. I, I mean, I personally, I've never done it. Mm-hmm. I've helped clear tables before, mm-hmm. uh, but never like uh, to an extent. It was just like on the way out. And I was standing yeah, next to a yeah, table that yeah, was yeah. super dirty and the waitress was, you know, fumbling with plates and shit. And I'd help right. like, like, try to get them together, help stack them on her little thing. I've but pret- I do see it in like a smaller <laughs> town area. I'm sure it happens in big cities too, but it is, it is nice. I, I have, I feel like I know those people that would help. Does, does this count where uh, I, I've been at a bar and they didn't have a bouncer, and so I pretended to be a bouncer mm-hmm. and just and just uh, insisted on carding people. Right. So I don't. Maybe I was helping. I think you were helping. I think I was kind of helping. That's a big one, yeah. Mm-hmm. And not every bar is going to like every. I feel like every night there should be one, at least one glass thrown against the wall. Right. And sometimes they don't have somebody to do that. Right. So I will. Slam, so you'll do it. Yeah, an absurd amount of beer and mm-hmm. throw my glasses at the wall mm-hmm. just to kind of bring up the energy. Make sure everyone people are more festive on their toes. They're awake. Oh, oh, I'm sure they have a better till that night. Everyone has something to talk about. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. they, even they, there they talk about. They talk about you later. You single handedly double their drink sales. I, I bet easily. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I want to let's look at some funny stuff. Okay. To you from internet. The internet has all sorts of neat things. Anything you want can be yours. Let's take a peek together as a couple to you from internet. This one doesn't really need uh, any setup. Okay. It was sent in by uh, dummy Steven and it's a taco holder butt plug. Okay. Taco holder butt plug. May I present to you? (laughs) What? What does it look like to you? It's a taco holder butt plug. It's a taco holder butt plug. That's what it is. Okay. <laughs> so somebody made that. Someone made that. So you, uh, uh-huh. it's a butt plug, and you put it in your butt, and then and you, you set a taco there. Outside, you put a taco, and it's gonna hold your your taco. That is so specific. <laughs> <laughs> if I if I was hey. in the right mood, mm-hmm. I'd do it. <laughs> I just love I would that. eat a taco out of like a butt. If Aaron, she, she never would. Uh huh. I could pay maybe pay her a lot of money to do it. Okay. Or like a, maybe buy her a new car. Mm-hmm. She might let me put a butt plug in and then eat a taco out of this holder. Out of the holder? But I would do it for free. That's what I'm getting at. Like, if she just wanted me to do it, I'd do it. Right. Yeah, hey. I'm not scared of it. You put it in your butt. I don't care. <laughs> sure. Right, right, right. But I, put she, it, I put it in your butt. You put it in my butt. And let Zach eat it. Wait. And then Zach, okay. Hold on. The, okay. Holy. Hold on. Let's hear me Wait. out. Okay. You have the circle thing. Right. We all have these. Now oh, it's a taco human Tuesday. Centipede. Hey, human, <laughs> human taco Tuesday centipede. Right. Human centipede taco Tuesday edition. Right. <laughs> We're full. What could go wrong? What could go wrong eating a bunch of tacos with butt plugs in? Yeah, who's, who's gonna get hurt doing that? <laughs> it's a stop. Who's gonna get sick? It's a it's like a it's like a bath plug drain. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. And then we take some pictures, and then we use that for social media, <laughs> and then then we're movie stars. <laughs> I think it's no butt plug taco November. I is it still I'm celebrating? Is it, uh, is it still? Uh, so I, I would, but you know the rules. Okay. I thought they ended that a long time ago, but I'm not sure. Nope, still still going. Okay, okay. still going. This next one was sent in by Dummy Katie. Mm-hmm. And this shit is so funny. So good. I've watched it a million times and I've I've laughed every single time. Okay. So the setup is very simple, but this guy, he has a he has a handful of videos of him and he's a really good singer and he's annoying his wife. And his wife's alarm clock didn't go off. Okay. So he's waking her up like this. Let's just go ahead and watch the video here. So he's sneaking in the bedroom right now. He has oh. a an amp on the bed right next to her. He's getting oh, the microphone man. already. Yep. And he's gonna sing a little oh, ditty boy. for her. Her alarm didn't work, so I decided to help, it says. Oh my god, he has a good voice. You're late for work. <laughs> late for work. She's like, what the fuck? You're late for work. <laughs> she, hit, she hits him with the pillow. 
I tried to wake you up. Wake me up like a normal oh, person. <laughs> Why she pushes him? Right here, it's the best. That's awesome. Use his little karaoke machine. Yeah, and I'm not sure if it's the... I think it's the same guy. It might be a different guy, but there's another one of a guy that sings really well, and he sits outside of the bathroom when his wife's taking a poop, <laughs> and he sings about her getting ready and how long it's taken her, <laughs> and just pisses her off all the time, but he's just... It's, That's it's really funny. Awesome. That is so awesome. So again, thanks to Katie for, Thank you, for Katie. sending that in. And now we've made our way to hearing more from our listeners okay. on a very listener-heavy edition of Is We Dumb, mm-hmm. and this is Junk Mail. Boom. It's junk mail. Kind of want to play. <laughs> yeah. Reminds me of this little thing. A little festive. Hey. <laughs> Have you played that yet? I don't, we think, so. I don't think you found a reason to play that yet. <laughs> Fun little ditty. There it is. So, our first piece of junk mail sent in by Dummy Nick, who has a, a neat little thing about shopping carts. Okay. Because we had uh, talk the, about the shopping narc. carts. We had to talk yep. about the NARC carts. NARC cart narcs. Cart narcs, yeah. NARC cart. Fellow fantastical leaders of the dummies. My name is Nick. I've been a loyal follower of Bad Magic for a couple years now. Thank you. I just wanted to email in one of my favorite green text stories from the internet that pertains to the significance of shopping carts. Now, I know that this isn't particularly true, but it gives me a chuckle. It makes me feel good as a person who tends to grab other carts while I'm on my way to return my own cart. Okay. By the way. Yeah. I was at Lowe's over the weekend. And the amount of people that put the wrong cart in the like the bigger section of the cart return, mm-hmm. you know where like the the flatbed ones yep, go, yep. So, is astounding. Astounding. So I took four of them out of there and put them in the right spot. Good for you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. You're a cart angel. I know, but I just know that you're about to tear me apart okay. for the next section. So I just wanted to set that up. Okay. Because I know that some nice points. I'm teeing up for you to to lace into <laughs> me real soon. Okay. So <laughs> keep okay. that in mind. <laughs> well, that's all I really had for y'all. I hope you guys are holding up well in the Suck Dungeon. P.S. If you have a chance, could you give a shout out to my stepfather, Eric? He puts in a, a lot of hard work to clean up the bad name that step-parents get everywhere. Even though uh, <laughs> when I was an asshole kid, I might have deserved to get slapped around for the stupid stuff I did and what I was up to. I'd like to thank you guys for giving my stepdad and I an exciting topic to talk about every week while I spend uh. my weeks working out of town and making my stepdad not feel as dumb after breaking my arm earlier this year after playing a dumb prank on me. Nick. <laughs> I wonder what that prank Thanks, was. Nick. Yeah. So this is the, the shopping cart theory. Okay. And I guess, yeah, you can bring it up on the screen, Zach. So the shopping cart is the ultimate litmus test for whether a person is capable of self-governing. Ah. To return the shopping cart is an easy, convenient task and one we, well, we all recognize as correct and the appropriate thing to do. To return the shopping cart is objectively right. There are no situations other than dire emergencies in which a person is not able to return their cart. Simultaneously, it is not illegal to abandon your shopping cart. Therefore... The shopping Mm. cart presents itself as an apex example of whether the person will do what is right without being forced to do it. No one will punish you for not returning your shopping cart. No one will fine you or kill you for not returning the shopping cart. You gain nothing by returning the shopping cart. You must return the shopping cart out of the goodness of your own heart. You must return the shopping cart because it's the right thing to do because it is correct. Mm -hmm. A person who is unable to do this is no better than an animal, an absolute savage, who can only be made to do what is right by threatening them with the law and the force that stands behind it. The shopping cart is what determines whether a person is good or a bad member. Bad. 
member of society. That it reminds me of like a philosophy class years ago where this mm-hmm. Emmanuel, Emmanuel Kant, I believe, had this thing about how like the most ethical thing is when you do something that's the right thing to do, even though you get literally nothing out of it right. and don't enjoy doing this right thing. Mm-hmm. Where compared to somebody doing something that is good because it makes them feel good to do it. Yeah. And it's like and how rare that is mm-hmm. for somebody just they're doing it only because it's the right thing. Right. And uh and I and I think I, I, I like that because this is why, you know, I, I I I'm not a big fan of like huge government, but I also could never go like full anarchist type person either. Right. Because there's just too many people in the world that would just be fucking monsters just if there were all, no laws. It'd be all them and no respect for anything else around oh, them. Oh, like like the litter and stuff that right. I see now, it's like it would be a thousand fold. People would be making sport, just laughing, just fucking throwing their garbage in the street. Like, you know, like certain <laughs> neighbors, like, you know, around here, there's like trashy spots already. Uh-huh. And it would be a thousand times worse if no city officials were like, hey, dude, <laughs> you sucks. can't have 17 fucking cars in your yard spilling hey, out in the street. Hey, bruh, bruh, your yard sucks. Your yard sucks, bruh. <laughs> Clean that shit up. Right. Oh. Where does it put me on the savage scale mm-hmm. to know that I have admitted to at least a couple times mm-hmm. of my kids kicking the shit out of each other in my car and then I left my cart? Or did the little hangover on the curb? Oh, we talked about this. I, you know what? Nor that because that's not like a technical, like an emergency situation. But, but you if know I what? did take the walk away, I would just let them punch themselves for that much longer. I've be, spent after spending some time on your kids. I will say that it is more important to make sure uh, Ezra doesn't knock Pepper's teeth out <laughs> than it is to put the cart back in the right spot. Thank you. So I think I think you get a pass, honestly, in that situation. Yay! Right? Okay. Because yeah. it, it's not like it's potentially like a serious hit. Yeah. And so you're like, like, do I risk? Uh, ha- he just punched ha- her in the face last night in the stairwell oh and made her nosebleed. Oh my god! Just so so you guys yeah, know. so yeah. you ha- so you have to like weigh: do I risk my daughter <laughs> needing jaw surgery, yeah. or or eventually snapping and fucking killing him? <laughs> sure, exactly. If I'm gone for too long, uh-huh. or do I leave the cart? Yeah, you leave the cart. Okay. okay. So I think, yeah, I think you're doing the right thing. Yay. <laughs> Thank you. Yay. <laughs> 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 uh, we got one more story for junk mail this week, and this was sent in by Dummy Jacob. He writes. I'm listening to the episode where you're talking about the professor who got fired for using a common Mandarin term that sounded like a racial oh, yeah, slur. Yeah. And I have a story of my own that's extremely similar. Uh, I'm a union pipe fitter in Michigan, and a few mm. years ago, I was working in a GM plant. A group of electricians were working on lines for the new machi- machines uh, we were putting in, and one of them asked his partner if he could see his dikes, which is a common slang term for wire cutters. Oh, they call them okay. dikes. I wouldn't know I think that. It's a yeah. brand. Okay. A okay. brand uh, okay. they make them. Yeah. I've heard that term before. I'm not a, a pipe fitter. Yeah. Uh, so just at that moment, two women who worked in the office were walking by and thought he was referring to them. Oh, no. This insult- Terrible. Uh, this resulted in a two-hour ordeal involving multiple people, including a couple union reps, to explain the situation, which thankfully ended uh, with the two elections key- or two electricians keeping their jobs. Love the podcast. Wouldn't change oh, the wow. thing. wow. Seven out of five stars. No, three, three <laughs> out of five. Three out of five. <laughs> Thank awesome. you, Jacob Bitterman. That's, I mean, that, yeah, that's just an interesting, but thank God that they talked it out and it's like, no, that's actually a term for this. Mm -hmm. He wasn't saying it. I mean, we're not there for like tone, but it doesn't sound like he was like saying it because he thought he could get away with something. Sure. That literally is the term for that. Right. And it was just a bad situation. And then they talked it out and it's over. Yeah. So good. Yeah. I'm glad everything ended well. Mm Mm-hmm. But yeah, little, little words like that. Yeah. They're getting, don't let them get too much power. 
Right, I know. Push power over you. Exactly. And, and just don't have that knee-jerk, immediate assumption reaction of, like, this person meant the worst thing possible by this. They must and, die. Right, and, and, and everything must be taken away from them. Yeah. It's like, or you can maybe talk to him. Yeah, just go figure it out. I don't out. know. You can walk over to him as a human being and Listen, be like, hey, what was going on there? I'm not a dyke. Right. Why would you say that? <laughs> Why would you say that? And then that? you get your explanation, yeah. and, then it, and then it's squashed. That's it. A, a, as opposed to, it reminds me of, like, the kids in, like, the Tattletales in school. Uh. It's like, there's a reason everybody fucking hated those kids. Right. And they just kids, never settled it. They just right. They it, just it drew mm-hmm. the line and then never crossed it. Never tried to cross it. Yep. Never fixed it. Just and that is a shitty personality yeah. when somebody's so when when they had that combination of non confrontational and quick to to rat yeah. on somebody. Yeah, and, and that's why it's like in movies and everything. Like like there is such a stigma against rats mm-hmm. against people. And it's like yes, there is a time to talk to the police and report a crime. But then there, then there's also just like you're just a Weasley little snitch. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and it's like you, you know. And then like in this situation, it's like yeah, just if somebody does something, go talk to them. Yeah. And so often it's diffused. Yeah. As opposed, to like oh, I'm going to assume the worst and try to ruin their life. All I'm right, taking Karen. your house. <laughs> Easy, Karen. Easy, Karen. Easy, Karen. <laughs> All right, let's wrap this thing up. Let's wrap uh, it up. Okay. Episode 16 in the bag. Yes. Thanks to Zach Cohen creating the custom music beds for the show. Thanks to Logan and Kate at Spicy Club continuing to pump out that merch game. Yeah. And again, that new email address, store at badmagicproductions.com. Any merch questions whatsoever. Yeah. If you want to go buy our merch, you can do that at badmagicmerch.com or isbedumb.com. And we will have some new Christmas shenanigans coming your way uh, starting next week. Thanks to Zach Flannery for producing and directing. Glad you're feeling a little bit better, Mr. Mm-hmm. COVID man. Nah. <laughs> and then all the pictures that we talk about today, Instagram, Facebook, at Is We Dumb. We'll post that up along with a lot of other other content. You can subscribe to our YouTube channel at Bad, Bad Magic Productions. Uh, dumb at IsWeDumb.com for the segment content. Any other questions you may have, that's info at IsWeDumb.com. Keep rating and reviewing, and we're going to leave the show making you guys feel a little bit smarter. Okay. With wow, neat fact. Wow, neat fact. Tell me this, smarty pants. Okay. Did you know coconuts kill more people than sharks every year? <laughs> what? And same with cows. Yeah. I didn't know coconuts killed anybody. Yeah, falling out of the tree. A little velocity Whoa. thing, whop you on the, on the brain. What a weird way to die. Yeah. I, I, the way this is worded kind of makes me think like, co- coconuts kill more people than sharks every year. Same with cows. It's like, oh, so sharks, cows, coconuts? Cows kill more sharks than coconuts. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's cows kill more people than sharks. Yeah, I think that's what it is. <laughs> Stay away from cows and coconuts, you guys. That's a lesson. That's what we figured out today. Bye. Yes, we yes, we In a fast-paced world... Every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia.